Hey everybody, it's Lisa Lampanelli, the Queen of Maine, and you know what? I got my own podcast. Yeah, does everyone have one? Pretty much, but mine's different because I'm going to help you like I help myself. Get Stuffed with Lisa Lampanelli every week is going to teach you how to have the fabulous life that I have. If you don't listen, you're just stupid and don't want to help yourself. So don't even listen. I don't even want you to. But if you do, if you disobey my orders and listen, you can go to feralaudio.com or download it from iTunes. But again, don't listen. I don't even care. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, kind of horror genre, thriller or action movie or kids movie or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. Uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family stories. In some, centered in some way, you know, they're elemental stories, they're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically, but kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters September 22nd and available for on-demand pre-order August 22nd. Find out more on Twitter by following at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Welcome to the X-Files Files. I'm your host, Kamel Nanjiani. I'm very excited about our guest tonight, Bria Grant and Zane Grant. Hello. Yeah. Hey. Yes. That's you guys. Brother and sister. My brother's name is also Zane. Really? Zane? It's Z-A-I-M. Nice. Well, but it's not spelling. It's not Zane. It's Zan. We, we, right. It's pronounced Zan, but very, very close. Yeah, that's it right. is. not a lot of you. That's kind of a right No, it's a cool name. Yeah, it's a cool name. Yeah. It, it means beautiful 
Does it? Person or something like that. Really? <laughs> I think. Every name means that. Every name is like <laughs> gift, beautiful, <laughs> successful. Beautiful Some names gift. mean king. Yeah, king. That's a good one. Prince it's, it's king. It's nothing. God. Ray. Yeah, chill out, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Uh, thank you so much for coming, guys. I see you guys have notes. Awesome. We have notes? We were ready. So you guys were like old school, like... Uh, like fans from the beginning. Yeah. You watched it from the beginning. Well, Zane watched it more, I think, at the early, the very beginning. I did. I was a little young. Maybe I was young. Maybe I was just. So I you're younger. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Let's younger. not expose that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and then I started watching it maybe a couple seasons in, but I did a rewatch of it after that. And I watched it all the way to the end, which people don't do but I was really obsessed with it all the way until the very end yeah like I wanted to know what happened did you watch the new movie yeah I watched the movies uh -huh. both yeah. of them saw them in the theater I have a very vivid memory of being in college and with Bria and going to her house on Sundays it mm -hmm. was on Sundays right yeah it was on Sundays to watch it and then the Simpsons would come on yeah and I remember the last well we can't talk about that one <laughs> oh no we can't no spoilers <laughs> no spoilers so you know it ends so you know. <laughs> it does end it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for coming and doing this. So we're going to talk about the first two episodes of season two. Um, first one is Little Green Men. Did you, so you guys have, have you told me you rewatched some of it very recently. I did, but I like drank too much in college, so I have a really bad memory. So it was good I rewatched it again. I, I rewatched it maybe like two years ago. Oh, okay. Or so, and then, but it was fun to just go back through and rewatch it again. It, it, I still catch stuff, and it's still new. It feels new every time, which is super I know, weird. I right? right? Yeah. Yeah, even though I just watched it. I was like in Atlanta all week in a hotel alone, just watching X Files. The ones I wasn't gonna cover because oh, wow. I, because I was like, if I'm just watching them for fun, I don't right. want to. You know, I would watch the ones like the bad ones that I wasn't gonna cover. Why? Why amazing. do you choose not to cover those? Some I choose not to cover because here's the thing: is that either people are huge fans of the X Files who listen to this, and I'm like, well, you've already watched it, right? And people who are new fans, I know, especially season one, you can hit like a run of like three or four episodes, right? And just sort of be like, oh, maybe this show's not that good, and quit. So I just, in the beginning, wanted to guide people through the ones that would keep them hooked in. Yeah, yeah. Because you can hit like three or four bummers in a row. Yeah, that's and there's true. so much. Other stuff competing for your attention right now. Yeah. So that's yeah. what the thinking was. Right, um, but as it goes, I'm going to be skipping less and less and probably even go back and cover the ones that I skipped oh. and pair them with new ones to see, you know, oh, that's what good. the differences You're are. You're going to really keep people guessing. Did you watch the season? Did you guys watch the season one finale? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so season two opener, Little Green Men. Uh, what did you guys think of it? Is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> I the opener of the submarine. Oh, the submarine. No, that's, a that's the next one. That's episode. Oh, two. the season one. Season one. Ep season question? two, episode one. Yeah, the one with the um. Oh right. That opens with Mulder's like narration. Oh yeah. And it, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like sad. Like it's. I, yeah. I, I thought he was gonna try, trying to get us to like adopt puppies because yeah, he's so it's such a, a such a sad voice. Oh now, right. He's and then cut to the him like being really sad, like eating like like sunflower seeds yeah. and like doing the mm -hmm. worst job you can ever yeah, imagine him doing ever. That was the best part because he's listening to that recording or whatever, and it's like. Tuesday was dancing to Offspring song. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why she chose that. And yeah. I was just like, why did she choose that? Because that's 
probably what was awesome. It was, it was like, yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> Cherry Pie was played out. Yeah, and yeah, it's time for Offspring to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the show, it's so cool that he like shoots the um, sunflower seed and goes through the thing, and it's like he's been there long enough mm-hmm. that he's gotten good at right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah. They definitely, like, they do a good job of leaving you... Well, I'm, whatever. Anyway, they, they do a good job of leaving you at the end of season one being like, oh, what is going to happen? And then you're, you're like, oh, I, I see exactly what happened between season one and season two. Like, he's been in this room for a really long time, and it just fucking sucks. Yeah, and him and Scully sort of don't hang out anymore. Yeah. And it, the whole episode is her trying to reconnect with him. Yeah. And... um. And then it, 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 the opening is so cool because he sort of does that whole narration. And then you see the machines start going in the yeah. station, which it's like, why are those machines still plugged in? Should no. they? <laughs> and I thought maybe they were going to reveal that they weren't plugged in because I didn't remember very well. And I was like, oh, maybe they aren't plugged in. It's just that the aliens are like making them go. But yeah. no, they were just plugged in. They were just plugged still, in. Like, hey, Bob, like you unplug the machines, right? I'm 90% sure I have plugged in. plastic, so yeah. that's the same, right? Yeah. They're like, they're not. You Why can't would touch them. Yeah, unplug the machines. Nobody's yeah. there. But I think it's so crazy that they ended season one with, maybe you talked about this in your last episode, but you, they ended season one with being like, and that's the end of the X-Files. Yeah. Like, so you're kind of like, I, I, when I was rewatching, I was like, oh, I don't know any other show that would do that now. They'd be like, that's our show. The premise yeah. is over. Yeah. And now we have to restart it at the beginning of season two. It's like actually kind of a difficult yeah. thing to do. It's like they're found. So now the show's called Found, right. not Lost. <laughs> uh, right. No, they actually, we talked about this in the last episode, but Fox was like, uh, people are going to think the show's canceled. And they were like, no, it's your job to tell people the show's not canceled. This is how we want to end oh, it. Oh, really? With the end of the X-Files. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I thought uh, there's a lot of like, first of all, I thought this was a Mulder. He's got like a five o'clock shadow. Oh, he's, yeah. he's showing his guns. This is a hot episode for Mulder. It is. It is a good one. for. But Scully is like forever in that crazy trench coat. Well, she's. Pregnant, right? Is she now. pregnant? Yeah, she's super pregnant in there. Oh, yeah. you know, it was something I noticed because it's something I, I think about. I associate that trench coat with her, but I associate shoulder pads probably more. So I was like, <laughs> oh, it's weird that they don't like bring out the shoulder pads in this episode. It is like it's just like this quintessential trench coat that she wears for a few episodes. Oh yeah, but she's she's super pregnant. And oh. when I go, went to the production notes for this episode, I found that everyone said the hardest thing was hiding her pregnancy. Oh, it's oh. like they just did on scandal. They went like real <laughs> high waisted on some of the pants, like but- some. Some of her pants are like just under her boobs because oh, that's how they're hiding her. That's but that was a popular style. That is true. Like in the fly. But Gina then it just made Davis. her look like she's a fupa. But it was. It looks like a. It looks like a fupa. <laughs> that was a thing. It was like women dressing like 1920s news reporters. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That is what they look like. Not a babely look though. No, no, she didn't get babely till way later in the season. I like her. Season. I think she's hot in that one. Oh, she's totally hot. You like, yeah. the, you like the fupa? Think about her bangs. The bangs are pretty good. Those are great. You got that part in the hair. Yeah. Uh-huh. The wonderful short bangs. So much hairspray to keep those bangs in place. It was a very transitional period for hairstyles. Really <laughs> we captured so much. <laughs> X-Files captured so much of the zeitgeist. Um, <laughs> there was um, that part where she sort of uh, meets up with him, uh, with Mulder, and he says, have you found anything? And she's like... I wanted to talk, but I haven't found anything. I thought that was such a great... She just wants to hang out with Mulder. She misses him. I too. I also thought it was such an interesting role reversal for them, where it's like yes. she's suddenly becoming like this kind of motherly character oh, for certainly. him. Certainly. There's a Whereas, part where she like ruffles his hair. Yeah, yeah. It's like it became less like... 
Because they went in and out of this like sexual tension and there was no sex. I feel like it's just like, she's like, you know, you're going to be okay. Like she's yeah. like talking him through and becoming this like very motherly person, which we haven't seen her do because she's been all science and business up until yes. now. We yes. get to see her like do kind of like a very feminine role. Yeah. And her like affection and like uh, compassion for Mulder. It's it's such a, it's so strong in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Which, you, which he needs. Like they set oh, him up does. as being so depressed. He's so like, he was almost unlikable for me at some point because I was just like, I ah, can't deal Stop with like Stop whining you motherfucker. Yeah. It feels a little Buffy later season, like mm. Buffy late, like season seven-ish, mm. which um, I don't it, know Buffy. You don't know Buffy. Yeah. Well, at some point Buffy just becomes like a whiny bitch and that's what Mulder's <laughs> doing. You're just kind of like, okay, okay, we get it. You're like really bummed about the X-Files. Like just get over get it. Get over it. Make it. Yeah. You still have a TV show. Like you're going to do something so you can just make it happen. <laughs> oh yeah, you're still going to be doing happen. shit. <laughs> he's also, he's, he's doing that thing where he's like, um, I don't, I don't even know if they were real, if aliens were real. Right. He's like yeah. fishing. You know when people fish for compliments? Like, yeah. oh, this dress, this dress sucks. No, it's great. <laughs> and it's, he wants Scotty to be like, no, 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 they're out there. Little yeah. green man. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy talks about George Ellery Hale. You remember that? He's a yeah. telescope guy. Yeah. Uh, who elves told me to do something. I looked that guy up. That's he was a he had severe mental problems, but oh. that elf thing was something his biographer put in, and it was a mistake. Oh. But then that became yeah. the story, even though. But he really did like invent a telescope. Yes, he was something. a big telescope guy. He didn't like, invent the telescope. He got some telescope put up or something. Yeah, he had like yeah. a bunch in, like, of Argentina, right? Yeah, he he put up like yeah. a bunch of huge telescopes in a bunch of like places. He was like a big, yeah. interesting. And this is in the twenties. We were putting up telescopes in the twenties. Yeah. So well, I was reading up on SETI. Project yes. or whatever, a little bit. Are we? Am I skipping? Am I skipping? Ahead? No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was really surprised how early on. It's like as soon as they got radio signal signals, they were basically like, let's shoot those into space and look for some aliens. Like in 1924, <laughs> they built a a radio tower and put it two miles into the air, and then they would have these radio blackout periods for like five minutes every few hours or something to, to see shoot if there was something and, coming because they were like so interested in they, contacting aliens they were like whoa let's see if they if these aliens like country music or whatever <laughs> I, I don't still. know what it I do, I do yeah. love that that is the first thing that people are like you know what's important for us to do we should really spend money on, on shooting shit into the air to see if the aliens like music which I would want to do well, it's, it's hard to believe a government funded that well, it's, it's such a great moment where that guy who, who he goes to see the senator or whatever he's oh, yeah. like if they listen to this and they see oh these guys are doing Bach Earth seems like a great yeah. place to visit that was a great scene yeah. this is a weird story on the 35th anniversary of the wow signal which is what they talk about the okay. wow signal well, I'll say this. They, uh, the most recent thing they sent out into space for aliens is 10,000 Twitter messages. No. Oh. Arecibo Observatory sent out 10,000 Twitter messages. So they're just going to see, like, and we went from sending Bach to, like, hashtag LOL. Yeah. yeah. Who's? Yeah. Well, I wonder if, like, they, they sent out, like, one of ours. <laughs> like, oh, how do you ooh, know? Ooh, well, maybe. So. And then the aliens get to read it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, there's got to be some Rob Delaney tweets in there, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're like, this girl talks about there's food so much. There's a few of those, like, racist World Cup tweets thrown in. Yeah. Just so you know, like what you're getting into when you come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. We've done a lot. We've, yeah, like we've done Bach and made Nutella, but also <laughs> we're racist and horrible. Uh, the 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 Wow Signal was a, a Jerry Ehrman founded in August 15, 1977, 
working on a study project, Ohio State University, and they a uh, 72 second window where they heard it and they've never been able to detect that signal again and they still don't know what it was. Oh, there's, that's crazy. There's theories that it bounced off from Earth, off of something and back down to Earth or something, but they still don't know where where it originated. Do you know if they're sending, this is maybe too technical, but if they're sending um, it, uh these signals up to the same spot or they send them like in various spots? They send see. them in various spots and with this one the issue was they thought it was coming from a specific direction but they, they don't then they couldn't figure out which of the dishes picked it up. Ah. So they've been looking specifically in those directions and they haven't been able to find anything. That's the only signal they ever got from hmm. that direction was uh, the wow signal. What about that thing that they sent out there with the Bach record? They the guy says, like, it's just going to keep going after the sun explodes. Yeah. It's never going to stop. And I was just like, but isn't it going to hit something eventually? Yeah, we'll hit something. Well, hopefully, right? Uh, people. Well, it just hit a planet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just hit like a, a star like, or something. Yeah, you know, like, like a star. like it might have yeah. gone like two miles outside of our If you get too close to the sun, it'll just get sucked in. Like, is it's that, just going to get sucked in there. Wait, okay, is that how it works? It's a signal, but it's like. It's broadcast everywhere. Like it's, if it hits a planet, yeah. it dies. It goes. I don't oh, know I, what how about physics a black work. Hole? What if it hits a black hole? Well, don't you die when you go into? If yeah. I learned anything from cartoons, is that if you put something in a black hole, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I'm Maybe. thinking about the physical thing itself. Yeah, because they did send out something physical, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? Oh, it's a physical. I thought yeah, they sent out something physical. physical. Thing. Like, it's like there's a gold record or something in there with like this information with like Einstein on it and Bach is on the flip side or something like this. Uh huh. That's the B side is Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's and just also, talking. They couldn't. They couldn't get. Yeah. You know, uh, offspring. <laughs> they couldn't get offspring. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Gotta horrible. Keep them separated. Yeah. 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 Oh God, we sent a bunch of like Fred Durst stuff out there. <laughs> like we gotta go get it. That would be a great movie that, that, that we send out like the wrong music. And you're just like, oh, we gotta. Get that because if they find out, they're gonna find out we're racist and like listen to terrible music. There was a story in New York Times recently about how the um, there's some space trash that's satellite that's been collecting a certain kind of wavelength data and it's just been kind of in this crazy rotation um, orbit, I guess. And eventually, it's gonna crash. And these scientists received some government funding, rented out of McDonald's, and then came up with a way to bring it back, but. In their note, in the instruction manuals, there's conflicting information on the programming language. Oh no! So they don't know. Like they're like, oh, we need to test this out. We don't know. I don't know. It just makes. Why me is think it in a McDonald's though? They, they just found an abandoned McDonald's. Oh, oh, oh. It wasn't a real. It McDonald's. wasn't like, listen, we love, <laughs> we love Big Macs. Uh, this is where we'd like to set up we're gonna shop. get some uh, hotcakes and uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. So people are still doing stuff. Yeah, no, they're, they're still sending stuff. Um, I thought this one was really awesome because you see, like you said, Mulder at his worst when he's like all paranoid. He yeah. thinks like everybody's like uh, sort of uh, spying on him. And yeah. a lot of it's true. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. I have an important question, though. Who is the Mexican guy supposed to be in the... Well, I don't know why he's hanging out there. Like, he's we've the no janitor. He's never explained, right? This is no. not me not no. catching no, on. No, he can't speak in English. You think he was a janitor who just happens to be cleaning this place that's been closed for like years and years? Yeah, I don't know, but he was in like a janitor outfit, he wasn't was he? He was in a janitor outfit, but like how long had he been in there? A long time? I don't know. He comes and they're back freaking in the out very pictures of aliens? He what? He's back in the very last episode. Really? And he was like, I... Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, no say. <laughs> he, I thought him and Mulder 
uh, had really like sweet chemistry. Like yeah. I really liked them together for some reason because the way that, the, the way it works, it, it's so cool. Because Mulder sort of, you know, he's got this quest on his own, and he goes off into this place, and he just sort of hangs out on his own, and then it's Scully sort of trying to find him. Mm-hmm. So they're both doing parallel different things. Yeah. Because um, the way a lot of times they like get Scully to do stuff is to like put Mulder in danger because otherwise she doesn't usually give a shit about aliens mm-hmm. as much as he does at right, least. Sure. So I thought that was really cool like where he sort of goes off on his own and then they sort of team up again at the end. Yeah, yeah and that was a good... That was- Yeah, it was a good way to get them together. I also do think that it was interesting. It was like in the '90s, it was like okay to make fun of um, Spanish a little bit. Oh, he's like like, noho on the rojo. Yeah, he's like hable inglese, and like we all know that's not how you say. Like we all know enough Spanish to know that's not how you say it. And I would be like, maybe it was like PC stuff hadn't happened yet, so people were like, it's okay to make fun of Spanish a little bit. (laughs) Just because he can't speak English, we can make fun of him. Yeah, let's let's get a Spanish speaker in there. We get some laughs from that. Yeah. Well, my wife said, she said, when she was a kid watching it, she was like, oh, I really wish I spoke Spanish. Oh, so she would know what he was no saying. subtitles, yeah. And now she does, and she was just like, that is so disappointing. <laughs> what did you say? He just says, I was wondering blue and green lights. Uh, he was like, they're coming. He's like, they're coming. We got to get out of here, something like that. And then, diagnosis, scared. To scared to death. <laughs> That's the official. How does he know? It also didn't matter. Goosebumps. <laughs> and also, it's like, if you're scared to death, do you immediately get rigor mortis? And you're like, oh, and you totally freeze. That was weird. Like, that's your professional opinion. <laughs> Scully should be like, I'm a doctor. Uh, no autopsy have I ever done with this. Like, scared to death. That's what we're going with. Because <laughs> it was, it, it would make, make more sense if, like, aliens did something to him. But yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen, and then it wasn't. Freeze I did right. find it a little convenient also that, like, oh, and then the aliens come back here to this like then there they were like contacting it and then he ended up there i guess he knew they were coming back yeah they were, we were coming to, believe? to get i believe the aliens were coming to get the evidence the, from the evidence the, not the, the mexican janitor no the fucking <laughs> they don't care about mexican janitor okay, okay. he doesn't okay. speak english okay. he's just comic relief okay. i thought that the flashback of Mulder. First of all, Mulder was that kind of a shitty little kid. Oh my god, this flashback oh, made me yeah. laugh so hard. Because yeah. my favorite part is at some point he goes, when he was like being mean to the sister, he, sister, he goes, Get out of my life. Get out of my life. <laughs> That's still 90s. Which I feel like is really 90s. And also, like, what adults thought kids said in the 90s. Yes. Like, that's like, they were like, this is, kids say stuff like, get out of my life. Like, something dramatic like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It's cool he's wearing that, um, he's wearing his jersey that he yeah. references a lot uh, later. Yeah. yeah. And the, the Knicks jersey yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it says King on the back. I don't know what basketball player that is. I don't know either. Yeah. I'll, I think it's a basketball jersey, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a basketball it's a bas- jersey. Yeah. It's a Knicks jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I you do like know that. Like, <laughs> that kid, though, I feel like either one of us would have been better Mulder lookalikes at that age. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would have. That would have been great. Like, Look, you would have. <laughs> uh, a great episode. One note on the casting of the young Mulder. Uh, Did you get anyone else? I like the picture of him with the dog. Oh what? yeah, that there's a fun. painting. It's like a painting. It's like a painting of him with It the looks dog. like a Jonathan oh. Spee's painting. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh that scene uh we were talking about with Matheson, that's the name of the guy who's like telling him, you know his friend up 
Oh, in the government. Yeah, he says this exp- expression will still be out there traveling four and a half billion years from now. If another civilization yeah. out there were to hear this, they would think, what a wonderful place <laughs> Earth must be. Yeah. And when he says, do you like Bach? And then Mulder goes, I live for Bach. Yeah. And cause yeah. he, it's such a great moment because he like, is like excited. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I live for fighting aliens. That's what he's saying, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, Basically. But yeah. then he said the wrong, the wrong yeah, Bach. Yeah, that was a little weird thing he's like it's, it's yeah something. he's like no he's like, it's this one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally i feel like he would know that and then they also set up like that ticking clock so well where he's like you have 24 hours oh yeah that was great and he, you know an episode is going to be good with the words with the phrase you have 24 <laughs> hours ticking time um yeah that was uh, great also like the bach thing culturally i think is interesting because when they shot that stuff out into space, it was like such a European, like Eurocentric time, you know? And oh, some, sure. And there's something like, you watch like Fitzcarraldo or something, and like he's riding down the river, blasting some opera. Yeah. And the natives come because they think like, oh. Oh, it's like, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, no, they're terrified. Oh, they're terrified. They're terrified. <laughs> they're like, and there's, at first they want to kill him, and then they're like, um, they bow to him. And then they become, they think he's a god. So yeah. I think this is the danger of Bach, guys. And that's yeah, why we should, we should send Judas Priest, Bob Halford, <laughs> exactly. straight into space. And now Kid Rock, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. let's, get, let's get that out there. Yeah, make sure you get that one. Um, I, uh, the uh, fucking Skinner's back. This is the second episode. The part where he tells, uh, where a cigarette smoking man's out of cigarettes. And oh, then yeah. he's like, I don't smoke. That's such a cool way of being like, I'm not on your side. Yeah. I don't do the shit you do. Yeah. But then... Um, uh, wait, what? what is the... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Also, Dana, again, very good at uh, guessing passwords. Oh, my God, I wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, he's she's so good at guessing passwords. Yeah. This is just a different computer time where everybody's password was password. The last two episodes we did, last two episodes of season one, have... Uh, both of them guessing passwords, oh. and here she gets. I wondered if for a second she wanted to be like, I love Dana Scully. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Also, why do they need to even put that in there? Like, just to create tension? Like, we don't actually, we don't need to see her guess password. He could, she, she could, he could just have a home computer. Like, in the 90s, yeah. we didn't have passwords on our computers, didn't we? No, but no. I think it shows. This is it. FBI. Oh, uh, it shows FBI. It but shows he, that. It, shows it was his home that, computer, like, she though. Knows yeah. Him so well that uh, hey, she oh, can sh- guess in three. Right, right, right. Guess in three. Yeah. And I, did they have? Because I was really concerned. I was like, is it going to lock her out? Was that used to be a thing? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, no. You only get three tries. Like, no, probably infinite. Also, that thing of like where you type and it turns into asterisks. Oh, that didn't happen. That yeah. would be. That's way less cinematic because yeah. you don't see. You don't, see you don't remember no what's happening. Out. Yeah. On the same computer thing, I love the part where. Um, they were in his uh, the the they came in because she was in his his apartment. Yeah, Mulder's apartment was like and had printed out this thing and it fell on the floor and they were like, oh, it's just some self test. The government guys it's were like, self test. The yeah. computer does and it's yeah. like self test. That's not a maybe. That's a thing. I just don't know. Maybe yeah. that was self-test? a self test. A self test. The yeah. computer does. Well, I would. I had a you know like a printer test. Oh, I sure. used to do that. But the, yeah. the, but the computer doesn't like have some sort of consciousness where it's like, I would like to test the printer now. It's been a while. Let's, <laughs> I just let's haven't see. tested Maybe anything. Yeah, I just want to be sure of you. Uh, in that same one where she listens to his voicemail and it's like, uh, Mulder, you hounded me to have, to have oh, yeah. lunch with me today. Then he didn't show. You're a pig. Like, what is Mulder's <laughs> life? Mulder's? Also, I feel like they did not show us that life. That's no. a different life. It doesn't make yeah. sense because he's depressed. Like, yeah. he can't even see Scully walking around. Why would he? He's just living in a diet of, of seeds and nuts in his like yeah. tiny room. You know what it might have been though? What if it was Tuesday the stripper <laughs> and it was She's... part of his like 
his surveillance thing. You know, oh, that he yeah. He was infiltrating. I don't think so. I don't, yeah. You don't think so? You think <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Okay, but I like uh, the name Tuesday for a stripper. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, a great good, name. It's a good cat name and a good, a good <laughs> stripper name. Scully does it great, like putting the self-test into her sleeve. Like, that's oh. a fun little move. That was really good. <laughs> that was a really good move. Sleight of hand. I did get, like, what does Mulder do? Like, what was his plan for those fish? Because he just left. <laughs> Were those fish just going to die? That's a good point. Well, he was only gone for 24 hours. What? He but he didn't hours. know. He didn't know. Does <laughs> look, he have a like service? He, look, I feel like he, like, takes off all the time. Those fish have been on their own for a long They've gone to cannibalism several times They've, in their life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have it that. pretty bad. They have it pretty bad. I also like the part where, like, Noho on the Rojo... Jorge, that's his name. Oh, yeah. He's just like pressing random buttons standing there. This is a thing that used to happen when people didn't speak English and stuff that you would also like make them a little dumber. <laughs> right, right. They're yeah. just like pressing stuff. He's yeah. like, I don't know what this guy needs for me. I'm just going to start pressing buttons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that that whole thing of him like being in the place and like sort of being alone in his quest. And the, also, the thing is, you see the stretchy, dancey alien in his like mm. dreams. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're sort of like not sure if he's a reliable narrator. Yeah. But you see a similar thing at the end. I don't know if we're, are we supposed to think that really happened? Or is that like Mulder's head? Because the whole thing is, he says like George Ellery Hill's elf. This is his like little green man. He doesn't even know if they're real oh, anymore. So you, you think know? that it could just be like he's reliving that moment and yeah. it really happen. I don't know. I mean, he's under a lot of stress. Obviously something happens, something crazy happens. But I think... And, and then I read the production notes, and I'll read it, read it later when we get there. They said that they wanted it to intentionally to be vague, but it turned out not as vague as they wanted it yeah. to be. Yeah, I didn't find it to be super vague. Yeah. Um, I thought that it happened. I thought that, you know, this yeah. is where we actually get to see the aliens on X-Files. They're we get all to, like, like... They're so wiggly. They're so wiggly. <laughs> they look like, yeah. like they're little, like, worms with... with with arms and legs. They're you never see the head. I thought that was cool. Yeah, they're like salamanders or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I never... I think, I guess it was a time of like Thomas Pynchon and all this stuff on the rise with all this meta. So, But for the most part, like the unreliable narrator thing, I didn't feel like was established for me. But... But it would have been cool. I think it would have been cool. Yeah, that's, they said that's what they tried to do, but I didn't yeah. even... I, I just... I My first reaction watching it was like... When he when you see the flashback, I was like, "That's crazy!" They're showing the alien, and then he mm. wakes up, and I'm like, "All right, he could have like made that up yeah. in his head." Yeah, that that's far. true. So then later, when I saw it and it looked exactly like that, I was again. My first reaction was, "This shown too much. This got to be something else." Or oh. yeah. that's that's what my that's what my reaction. I agree was. on the first one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the the people who are tailing Scully. Are the worst tailors <laughs> oh, of all time. So bad. They're just like <laughs> hanging behind reflections all the time. Like she yeah. just sees them through like her little like. Yeah. That's cool. The little compact spying. That's a good move. That was a really good move. I thought about that when she did it, and I was like, I'm gonna use that like in the future if I carry a compact. Yeah. Which I don't. You don't but carry a compact? No. Do you? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't but carry Emily a does. Does she? Yeah. For what is in it? Uh, makeup, right? Like what kind? Of <laughs> <laughs> makeup, right? Isn't that what you what ladies kind of makeup? do? Not mine. Face, face makeup. Face makeup. Yeah. Okay. I what don't is know. It under I, don't it. Hand, I don't know. She had makeup. face makeup, but it's like I feel like women back then wore a lot of like matte powder okay. to make their faces look really less shiny, and now we're like shine a little shiny's okay. Little shiny's okay. I feel like that's is that, is yeah, that where like we are? it's okay to look healthy and like a little shiny. Yeah. But like mm. back then, you just wanted a matte. Matt yeah. face. But oh. she does some great, like, Jason Bourne shit in yeah, that Yeah, she's airport. great. Like, she's looking she through has a reflections. Great outfit. Just, as far as, like, oh, she does a great outfit. Just as far <laughs> as, like, the, like, um, 
security goes, the security around the place that Mulder went was not so great. Like, he went to that chain link fence. Do you remember this? He went to the fence and he's like, yeah. there's a giant lock here. And then he just walks through the woods and he's there. Yeah, well, I don't think it was supposed to be like a top secret facility because they didn't know that something oh. crazy had happened. Right. It was just like shut down, you know? They were like, this is useless. But then something came through and that's why they were coming to like... I got you. you so know. he can go. So there is only a fence on the road. I've There's been, only a fence. That on was the only place there was a fence. He yeah. walked right through everything else. I've been to some places like that, like and outside of Tucson. There's an abandoned nuclear missile silo, oh, yeah. and it has a big sign that says "Military Property, Do Not Enter." But you can just drive right up to it. Yeah, and then it's just like a hole in the. There's like a big door, and it's really gross in there. It's like flooded. And nasty. And then there's another one in Germany that was a uh, in East Germany that was a Soviet satellite spy base that's in Teufelberg, and it's like at the top of this park that um, on top of this hill that was just rubble pushed together from the bombing of Berlin. Uh huh. Like they instead they didn't even wear to clean it, so they just made a giant park out of it and like dirt and stuff. Anyway, they built it on top of it. You can just go. In. You're not supposed to go in. But you can just go so in. Nobody come. Places. Yeah, there's lots of them. It's just like. Relics of the Cold War, relics yeah. of like when that stuff mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's really that's interesting. I thought it was cool where they're like sort of weirdly talking to each other, but not directly, where at some point he's like recording and I didn't know who he was recording for. And then he says oh, Scully. Yeah. And then she's leaving him voicemail on his yeah. phone. So they're like indirectly kind of talking to each other, but not in the moment. Like at some point in the future, they'll like hear each other's sides. And then she gave, she gives Mulder, you know, the wrong information to like those horrible tailors. They to, were like, really bad. They yeah, really, bad. <laughs> really <laughs> bad. But I did think it was sweet that he was doing, he was doing his own autopsy and like was using, talking to her. I thought that was kind of a sweet moment. Yeah, very, very cute. sweet moment. Yeah. Um, again, I wrote, He's a babe in this episode. Also, guns stop working when the aliens come. I don't get that. Oh, so, like, yeah. if oh, your yeah. phone stops working, that's electronic. But gun is purely mechanical. That's true. There's nothing in there that isn't just physics. Right. So I wonder if, like, bicycles stop working well, yeah. and, like, other mechanical things. Well, you know, yeah. Like, like, Does your heart stop working? Yeah. <laughs> that right. part speaks more to what you were saying, I think, about, like, maybe it's just in your in his head because oh, yeah. like you think about like in a nightmare where like you're oh, like yeah. oh yeah like um, and then you're trying to you have a weapon it's not working or you try to swing and it turns into slow motion you try to punch yeah. somebody I yeah try to kick people and i never can in my dreams you try to kick people i'm always trying to kick people and then my legs like won't move uh, yeah it's, like, stuck yeah who are you trying to kick anybody all, all <laughs> the bad guys, all the bad guys. <laughs> who are you trying to kick <laughs> um I thought uh, uh, the last scene with, with sort of Mulder comes and he gives the thing to Skinner and Skinner, he, he tells him to get the fuck out because he's tapping Mulder's phone illegally, uh, cigarette smoking man is. Oh, yeah. That was such a badass moment and then Mulder thinks he's on his side and then he kind of is like, go fucking do your horrible surveillance again. So Mulder's still in the doghouse and there's a really cool moment where you see the cigarette still like smoke coming out of it. Mm -hmm. So you sort of see that that's like, even though... Cigarette smoking man has left. His influence is still in right. there. Totally. Like he's still, you know, sort of doing his bidding. But he, when he tells him to get out, that was such a great moment. Yeah, yeah. Did it you, was unexpected. Did I hear this on your show, or was this somewhere else that Skinner originally started as like a one episode character? Yeah, yeah, it was this and one episode. He, and then he like ended up being like a bigger. I mean, yeah, that's the role of a lifetime that actor got. It was like a pretty sweet. He's deal. still in stuff. When you look him up, hmm. he's in a. He's always working. He's always yeah. doing something. Yeah, 
This is one of those shows I always think about the actors in it because there's so many famous people in the first couple seasons that got famous like after. Yeah, after like the Giovanni show. Ribisi and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seth Green. Yeah, and he's in the, the pilot, right? Seth's in the pilot. Yeah, Seth's in the first one. Yeah, um, Jack Black. Jack Black is an early Jack Black one. Comes like there's in. all sorts yeah. of people, and I'm always like, oh, this is like one of those shows that we have a lot of now, like the CSI or whatever. But it was like a good show to have like a person come in for one episode and have like a oh, cool arc. Totally, you totally. Know? And, like, yeah. we don't, that was like. I feel like that was not happening a lot until like this show or this. There's era. a lot of guest stars in yeah, this. Yeah, tons of yeah, guest stars. Yeah, good roles. Um, there is. Oh, that's so sweet at the end when he says, "I may not have the X Files, Scully, but I still have my work. I still have you." The, it was so wonderful. I know. And the conversation that he listens again to at the end, where they're like, "Oh, what's the difference between a lap dance and a table dance?" Right. I thought that was so funny. And then he like goes back to listening to the tape that has nothing on it. That was such yeah. a great like. Oh, now he's back. Mulder is like now looking for shit again. Yeah, good. His crusade is worth it, you know, like because uh, the whole episode is about like, is he seeing elves? Is it real? And this like puts him on like firm ground again. Yeah. Do you think that when Skinner um, chastises him? When he's like, just go back to your boring assignment. He's kind of like, wink. And like, but still do all that. Because you saw, because he says, don't you want me to just bring him in? I have enough to book, to book him now. Yeah. And he's like, just go back and do it some more. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah. And now you have some free time to oh. go explore what you want to. Yeah. That's interesting. I think Skinner, I don't think, it feels to me like, even though Skinner is awesome, mm. I don't think he buys into this alien bullshit, mm. uh, at least right now. And I think he kind of, because even if you like him, Mulder's a horrible employee. Like, he's just a <laughs> terrible guy to keep tabs on. So I think Skinner's still fucking annoyed by him. And he comes you know? in and he's like real sassy to Skinner oh. all the time. Like, he comes in and just sasses him. So even the next episode, he say. sasses him so yeah, much. He's oh, so yeah, so mad. He's so, like, bitter. Yeah. Um, I had one question. He says, uh, so in the message boards after the last one, because I go back and read the message boards too, mm-hmm. everyone's like, Deep Throat's not really dead. So there's a really, there's a moment in this where he's like, um, you know, I was at Deep Throat's funeral. I looked at the binoculars. My question is, how does he know Deep Throat's name to go to his oh. funeral, right? How does he know where the funeral is? Well, they had to do something with this body, right? Like, I wondered about the... Because at the end of this first season, they don't deal with... No, they, they don't. They just go... So, like, they had to do something with the body. They had to call somebody and say, this guy died, right? I mean, you have to legally do that. <laughs> you have to turn in a dead body. Oh, so you think so maybe... Maybe they're around, like, when they... I don't know. That's that is a very big jump. He was just, like, a, a John Doe or something, maybe? No. No, I mean, surely... But he said he watched through binoculars. He had a military like, funeral, right? Isn't that what he says? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I, so, I just like immediately make all these Nixon associations. Like, yeah, he's like some high up in something. Sure. Like, and so, yeah, I would assume that like if someone prestigious within the security field died, then Mulder would be like, oh, okay, that's what that was. That's the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he found it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this would not be a coincidence. That would been. That been a good uh, webisode to catch us up. Yeah. You know, if they've been doing webisodes, <laughs> yeah. they let us know what happened with, with uh, Deep Throat. Yeah. Um, there was a, there's a great one here where Mulder sort of is like, what am I going to do if I do find aliens? Like, yeah. I think that's a great, like, even if he finds them, he really is, there's nothing to do. Like, yeah. the, the quest is just the quest. Beyond that, he has nothing. Okay, but you remember in the, also in season one finale that, um, I mean, Dana found... Uh, I call her Dana. Oh, the baby alien. The baby alien. Yeah. So, like, 
she found an alien. Yeah, like, she, she knows. Like, so I don't yeah. know what she, like, I mean, she obviously has to believe at this point, and she could just say, like, look, I had a baby alien. Like, you should just believe in it. Like, yeah. why does that not happen, I wonder? In this, oh, she should have said that. She'd been like, yeah, there's a baby alien, like, I saw yeah. it. I saw a like, baby alien. It had little I, baby hands. Yeah, and I like, and I took and I gave it to this dude. Yeah, and that's how you were still alive. Yeah, like why has that never been addressed? She should have said that. Yeah, like don't worry about your little green men. Like you're, there's one I saw. I it saw was a, a little, it was a baby, little green man. Yeah, so there's probably moms and dads somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no babies without parents, <laughs> as the old saying goes. Um, I I wrote down it's like Mulder is a child. He wants his candy when he doesn't get his candy. He wishes he was dead. Like he yeah. really is like that. <laughs> yeah. He's such a little shit in yeah, this. Yeah, he's get out of my life. Like he's the same. He's the same as he was yeah. in the in the. Flashback. What is it she wants to watch? Isn't doesn't she want to watch some show? Oh yeah, in that flashback. I don't know. I don't oh know. yeah, it's a magician. Is oh, on, right? Yeah, the, the magician. magician. But I didn't know what that was. I thought maybe that was a reference to something we should have known. Yeah, she wants to watch The Magician, whatever that is, and he wants to just watch the news or whatever's on the yeah. news, right? Isn't it uh, Watergate's on the news? He, he's, yeah. he's watching. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I believe it was Watergate stuff that That's was good. on the okay. news that he was listening to. So you could see like his paranoia goes all the way back to when he was a kid. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, he, uh, do you guys have any other things we skip before we move on? No, I just wrote down Mulder. He has no jokes this episode. <laughs> like he was very serious. He's super serious. He has yeah. No jokes. Normally he has like a little like wry comment or something oh, that makes all him a the little. Time. But this one he's just like super bummed. You know what I thought was cool was because the season one finale is kind of a big episode, like the stunts and shooting and big stuff. This one weirdly is a much quieter episode, and it's kind of ballsy for a show that sort of is now becoming a hit for their like first episode to be like a quiet thing it starts quietly yeah although uh, they have a gunfight yeah but even that and then you see fucking aliens I mean that's right, right. you do see a fucking alien <laughs> but, but it's, it's like it starts with him in the you know even the, the cold open which is just the machines kicking up that's not that crazy we've yeah, seen true. much crazier stuff yeah then it ends quietly with him like listening to a tape so yeah. and he, it's he's alone for most of it like it, it's not like a big, there's a little bit of a chase, but not a crazy huge chase. Yeah, it right. literally begins with, like, philosophy. And like, yeah. <laughs> like it, ends, it begins with something so, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but it's got yeah, it's got really cool ideas in it. I guess it's, I don't know, it's hard for me to imagine, like, television back then, how mm-hmm. that worked, like, that you would, because now it would be no big deal. Like, you watch the season finale, and then you're like, like wow, what's gonna happen to the X Files? So you jump back in, and you're like, wow, it's really ruined. How are they gonna bring it back? And then, and so slowly you see like, oh, he's gonna rise out of this, you know? Yeah. And but like back then, it'd be like, well, what the hell happened in uh, the season finale? That yeah. was like a year ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been so long. I barely remember it. Yeah, and, and I they don't. It. I didn't watch it on Friday night, so I, I never got <laughs> to watch the thing. it. You yeah. miss it and it's gone. Um, the uh, guys, uh, Glenn Morgan said that the most important aspect of this episode was they wanted it to focus on uh, Mulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it was, you, you remember Beyond the Sea was a Scully-centric episode where like you first meet her dad and he dies? Oh, yeah. So they wanted this to be like, uh, Mulder's version of that kind of story where you really get into like what makes him because tick. Because we don't yeah. see the sister before this, right? This is the first flashback I with believe, the sister. I, well, in Miracle Man, which is a bad episode in season one, you see like he has flashes of his sister oh, here okay. and there. But I think it's a different 
This is the first time you see the actual abduction. Oh, gotcha. okay. okay. What about the sunflower seeds? Was that already established? That's an epi- that's in the pilot. Are you really? Kidding? That's in the first episode. He's eating sunflower wow, seeds. That's yeah. great. Um, and he, this is what he said. Glenn Morgan said, we're trying to work up the notion... Um, was that even there? This is about the aliens. Is this real? Early in the show, Mulder said to Scully, I'm starting to doubt my sister was abducted. So you're saying, is this in his head? Do we create these kinds of fears ourselves? Um, and Morgan said that the idea was that we have to fight our own little green men and carry on, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, basically, um, James Wong, who's his writing partner, said the whole idea was like that you just came up with it in your head and they were like, ultimately, they didn't think it was ambiguous enough that I, I don't think it came across as well as we wanted it to. At some point in editing, I realized that it didn't play that way. They wanted it to be vague and it really ended up not being vague. It felt real, like we said. Yeah, it right. felt real. Yeah. Uh, the director really liked the episode. He said the introduction of the show was wonderful. They said that he was really nervous to direct this episode. Who was the director? David Nutter. Oh, yeah. He's uh-huh. directed a ton of them, and now he's like a huge TV director. He's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. Between seasons one and two, the show like becomes a huge while it's off. Like it, So this one has a rating of 10.3, which is what? way bigger than anything. Now it would be the biggest show. Now, well, that doesn't even exist now. Yeah. Well, so 10 Now point, you get like a four, it's like, that is insane. I mean, you know? four is insane. Yeah. Now if you get four like is, two, you're doing like really Two really is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Two's, but this is a 10. ten. <laughs> it's a 10.3, and it is the 43rd highest ranked show what? on TV. What? With a 10.3. It's because there's so many less channels, I guess, huh? I get, I mean. Is that why? Or there's just like 43rd? less stuff to watch? Well, it's the internet. Like people don't watch it online. People uh, don't DVR. Yeah, they watch yeah. it when it's on. You That's know. True. Now, who who watches stuff when it's on now? Not no. I mean, people are consuming a ton of stuff, but it's also like people are are entertainment so targeted. Yeah. That like people are just consuming like stuff that's targeted to them. There aren't yeah. like those huge shows like Seinfeld, which like your grandparents love and you love yeah. and your dad loved and yeah. your boss loved. That there isn't that. That, yeah. that show anymore. Yeah, but do you feel like X-Files was a show like that? It eventually became huge, like seasons four and five. The mm-hmm. numbers are, like, huge. And at this point, it's becoming bigger, but not huge like that. so interesting, though. I wonder why you would tune in, like, you they have more people than the season finale. It's more than season finale, or is it about the same? Oh, the, uh, season one? Yeah. Way bigger. Wow, interesting. Between seasons, this is what happens. So I went on the message boards, it makes the cover. This show makes the cover of TV Guide July second, nineteen ninety four. Oh wow! So after the season's done, it sort of starts becoming this huge thing, even in its absence. And because July second is two months after the, two months after the finale, and two months before the premiere of season two. Oh wow! Okay. And when I went on the message boards. I found a ton of people that are like trying to get VHSs of it. So people hear about the show after it's done and they're trying to like catch up now. Oh, wow. So like between one and two and there's like people like uh, finding places that you can buy a t-shirt at. They're like, oh, it's this catalog. If you call this number, um, they'll take a credit card and they can send you hats. So like it oh becomes popular between the seasons. Yeah. It becomes sort of a little cult thing. Wow. That was a weird phenomenon, the VHS trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got... I had about. every episode of Get Alive. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, on on S SLP VHS, like the super six hours long play. Yeah, <laughs> six hours an episode. Yeah, yeah. the quality's worse. Yeah, but it was still very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, an, in this one, people are talking about when Dana and uh, Mulder looked the hottest. Oh. The submitting. 
I submit the episode where they go looking for Ruby, who's been abducted. Dana's wearing this red suit, and her hair and her makeup are done just right. She's looking red. Which is su- such like a serial killer thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> just right. Just right. Don't change a thing. Every time they cut to her, she looks fabulous. <laughs> also, the episode with the guy with the salamander hand. That's a good Dana day, especially the scene where she's wearing the powder blue suit. And you get this close-up on her face just before the phone rings. Oh. Um, and then from Mulder, they said the episode Conduit, which which is uh, early on in season one. Um, and also, Young at Heart, they say, oh, is yeah. when he looks uh, really like a babe. Wow. Yeah. I like that they're rating it. This yeah. is like, do you think there's already slash fiction happening at this point? Oh, this is interesting. So oh, okay. what I find <laughs> is, so this is the weird thing. So I go back and I find these things. So basically between seasons one and two, I look through not much activity, but some. So this is that's where this is happening. People are trying to figure out what's going to happen in season two. Mm-hmm. But there's 10 days that of messages that are missing. And yeah. it's the season premiere and episode two. Oh. So it goes from September 15th. It jumps to September 26th or something. This sounds like our own X-File. Yeah, so what is happening? Missing, those what missing message happening? boards. Yeah. What happened, guys? It got redacted. Yeah, it did. But something crazy happened. So now what happens is in between seasons one and two, people are so like looking for the X-Files and they don't have it. This or the message board. All, uh, all TV X-Files is what I've been going to. Now they have all TV X-Files creative. So people are writing their own episodes. Mm, and I found it. this because this guy said, I've posted a new story. It's called The Sound of Wind Chimes, and it's rated NC-17. Whoa. There is no PG version. Sorry. It would be like taking the chili powder out of chili. So he's got a very high opinion. <laughs> we know where this is going. Yeah. Um, so these are the, uh, I'm not going to, I didn't read the stories, but I have the names of all the stories that were on there. So I'm just going to read the names, okay? Uh, Ancient Dreams, Beyond the Sea Monster, Mm, uh, (laughs) (laughs) because Beyond the Sea is an episode, Bokor Holiday, Birds of a Feather, Fooms, like tombs, but fooms, with an F. Don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Like tombs, but F-O-O-M-S, Fooms. Old Fooms. Days of Grace, with a Y. Taking Liberties, Machine of Intention, XYZ Files. Ooh. There's a lot of play on the, sure. you'll see more. Zeitgeist, Mulder and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Sure. Cabin <laughs> Fever, Child's Play, which that already existed. You can't just name something. <laughs> uh, there was a crossover. Uh, yeah. Gamma, And If I Die. I like that name. And If I Die. Uh-huh. MIB, Men in Black, Mulder Unbuttoned. Ooh. Uh, Sam I Am, Filey Maniacs, <laughs> David Fantasy, that's the name of one of the episodes. David Fantasy? David Fantasy is a pretty great name. It is pretty good. Fire Eternal, Lightning, Edible Complex, Sex Files, sure. yeah. and X-Feld, which is Seinfeld X-Files crossover, oh. I assume. Boom. But I didn't, I didn't read any of these. Wait, you didn't have tons and tons of time to spend reading? I'd like to set up 90s. a table read for all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should. We should do it at UCB. That's a bonus, um, bonus episode. And then these guys go from, in season one, talking about, uh, hey, hopefully if people watch, hopefully you get a season two, to now complaining that it didn't get enough Emmy nominations. It only got nominated for intro and theme music. It won for best intro. It lost theme music to um, Sequest. So people are really upset about that. I don't even know what the Sequest theme song sounds like. And I know a lot of theme songs. Yeah, I don't know Sequest. 
Um, um, I thought you were going to say people were complaining. They're like, it's so, everyone is into it now. Oh, like we were into no. it way back in the day, last season, and no. now we're what, no. People are cool. They're yeah, people it. are that's cool. Good. People are having a good time. Uh, so nine fifteen to nine twenty six. That's not around. Oh, it's forty second. Forty second ranked show. People are very excited that it got better ratings than the premiere of Lois and Clark. So, <laughs> so that's very exciting. Um, should we move on to the next episode? Sure. Sure. I I know someone whose brother still writes Lois and Clark fan fiction wow and he met his wife in brazil from no his wife was the same on the same message boards and they met and she was in brazil and he was in chicago i mean that's love yeah it's love if you find each other on a lewis and clark <laughs> message board 20 years after the show went off the air <laughs> that's meant to be that's how i feel uh host is directed by daniel sackheim written by chris carter obviously the creator daniel sackheim later comes on and becomes an executive producer of the show so this is the first one he directed but then later he becomes like a major x-files player uh, this is the one, obviously, with Fluke Man, probably the most recognizable bad guy great. in X-Files history. Uh, what do you guys think of that ep- this episode? I love these kind of Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah. And this too. is always like, yeah, I know you don't watch Buffy, but Buffy, like, my favorite ones were the Monster of the Week. Like, yeah. It's like, this is the bad guy, and here he is, and we have to figure this thing out, and then it ends in that episode, because then I don't have to remember stuff from the last episode. Yeah. So I right. like that. Yeah. Uh, this one works. What did you think? I liked it. I think the open and the end are pretty weird, and I liked that. And um, yeah, the monster looks so cool. It's such a great-looking really monster. Cool. The monster inside the monster is Darren Morgan, who is brothers with uh, uh, Glenn Morgan, who's one of the writers. And he went on to write the guy in the suit. Went on to write Jose Chung's From Outer Space, Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose, huh. War of the Prophet. Like he wrote. Some of the best X-Files But he episodes. was already a writer on the show? No, he was just the guy's brother. That's awesome. And he, the, he, and he got hired to do this suit thing, to be in this horrible suit, which I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it was horrible to be in that thing. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll read you what he said about the suit. And then suit. he became a writer. They're like, you know what? You're really good at pretending to be a giant tape arm, <laughs> but I bet you're a better writer. This is what he says. He, he's so, he says, it was hell. The suit required a very long makeup job. I couldn't urinate or anything. So he would be in this suit for 20 hours with no pee hole. I started suffering from sensory deprivation. I couldn't feel anything. Uh, he says, uh, "This is he's so funny." He says, uh, "I couldn't talk. There was no hole for me to urinate out of. Sex was completely out of the question." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he said, "Every time they'd have to be in water, and the water would destroy the suit. So every single day they had to make a new suit. Oh my God. Every, Why every would they single... not just make it out of something that was waterproof? I don't know, man. It's the <laughs> '90s. They're just out there living. You know? He says the only you know the toilet paper. It's the best thing to make it out of." Yeah, he hated being in it. He hated being in it and he him and Mulder became friends and Mulder didn't realize until much much later because he then met this writer who wrote these episodes and then he was like wait you were the guy in the suit <laughs> <laughs> that freaked him out yeah that would freak me it would out. freak me out if I was on a show and there's a really scary looking monster like peeking its head out of the water all the time and I didn't know who was in there <laughs> yeah you gotta get to know the monster like, is yeah. that real and you poke it well one of the cool apparently what they did one of the things was um I read on one of the websites that Mulder felt bad because the first time he sees it, his reaction is very subtle. And he was like, it's because I didn't know. He hadn't seen the suit yet. So they already shot the scene where he's reacting to seeing the monster. And then he sees the suit like a couple of days later. And he's like, oh, it's like a giant fucking monster. I should have had a much bigger yeah. reaction. I that, like so hard. I was when, he, when they see it, they're like, yeah, it's kind of a humanoid tapeworm. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, wouldn't you be like... 
let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like Scully, when she sees it, her reaction is just like, oh, yeah, okay. That's about what you described. Does she be like, what the fuck is this yeah. thing? Right. It's like just a little baby with like a weird mouth. Uh, yeah. Ugh. It looked like he couldn't close his mouth either. I was thinking the actor like maybe had to have his mouth open all the time. What? Like maybe not, but it looked like that to I me. I think they, they drew the, the lips are like all fake. Oh, they are fake. One thing that's cool, a couple of things about this monster that I think are interesting is that we haven't seen a humanoid monster that's just like a creature. Right. Because we've seen like tombs, but he's got like, he's a person. We've seen the guy can start fire. He's a person. This is the first time I think you see a monster that's a straight up fucking monster monster. Right, right. That's not, that's like an animal. And I think maybe it's the actor's eyes, but there's almost something like innocent about this monster like when he's hiding yeah. behind the thing and yeah. you just see little bits of it i kind of felt sorry for it like well, yeah, we kind of made this him thing. a lot to put him like behind and make him hide behind the thing i was like oh he's not like he's a just scared monster. it's just what he's made to do it's not right. his fault he's just um but i i thought it really works because the x-files are shut down so to bring the x-files back you need something big right. yeah. this is an undeniable thing that that yeah. the fbi is not ready to handle because the way they handle it they're first they're like we're gonna have him talk to a psychiatrist like really <laughs> this fucking I, know, I thing. loved that moment where they were like, and and Mulder just kind of made fun of it was like you do you do you you let that happen yeah, and yeah, like yeah. we'll see how that goes i really wanted to see that so like how are you feeling today <laughs> <laughs> and then because they, they don't have the x-files they have no way to deal with it they just strap him into a van and have one guy drive like don't that's how that's do you really think this is gonna idea. end up yeah, yeah one guy yeah that guy <laughs> clearly that, yeah that guy's fucked yeah that guy's fucked forever the bait shop yeah. By the bait shop, which I thought was, Live that was bait. cute. The bait Live shop, that's bait. cute. Yeah. yeah. They're like, how do we transport the horribly strong monster? Uh, just strap him in a van with one guy. <laughs> Two guys? No, one guy. <laughs> Trust me. He we makes, got this. He'll be fine. He, he makes love with his mouth. He, <laughs> yeah. It's just like so scary. And they don't even really show how it escapes because they don't need to because you're like, it's a fucking monster. Yeah. It's going to get I do out. like that the first thing that he just is constantly hiding in, in human feces, though. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, it's he his loves, favorite. He loves poop like he's just like where do i go find the nearest he goes poop? into like the chemical he goes into the uh porta potty yeah that's right? the first thing he does and then you go and you, they just show him like get down in there and yeah like, Ooh, that, that grossed me out more than the sewer system for some reason and being in like the yeah, actual that's scary. Uh, i mean there's a lot of people swallowing shit in this when they're getting dragged around in the sewer and they're yeah. screaming there's a lot of shit there's going a into lot their of, mouths. yeah but for some reason that looked cleaner than that porta potty which scared me there should me be out. like the next episode Mulder should have like hep c yeah like, he has, for sure because he's been in the sewer too much yeah and the porta potty guy looks like Big Lebowski. <laughs> he does, <laughs> that guy. He's like, that guy's awesome. Um, I thought this episode, because uh, we sort of want them to get together, like when Scully does the autopsy, which is cool. We haven't. I don't think. I think this might be the first like in-depth autopsy we see, mm-hmm. and that fucking worm is in there. Uh, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, That's gross. a fucking great thing. Yeah, but great. then after the autopsy, Mulder and her are talking, and they're kind of flirting, like a friend flirting, not like in a I want to fuck you flirting. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It's like, oh, we haven't seen them work together in a while, and this is what we want. We want them to be together, and they're in that post-autopsy room just kind of talking. He's like, oh, so the mur- murder weapon was a sirloin steak? Like, they're just kind right, of right. He's goofing around. Again. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're back. This is yeah. the, like their back episode, yeah. you know. Exactly, it's just nice. yeah, that was yeah. good. It's super nice. I was confused about my when I watched it. I was like, "Oh, wait, she does autopsies." Yeah, and then and then my mom was like, "Yeah, like she's a scientist, like she's a she's a physician or something." Yeah, she's a and doctor. I was like, wait a second, people who do autopsies are physicians. Like that seems so backwards to me. Like 
physicians treat people yeah. to keep them alive. So I looked it up, and it was like, to be somebody who does autopsies, you have to go to med school and then do another five-year program oh. after after med school. So dealing with helping people live yeah. is easier <laughs> than once they're dead yeah. to cut them up. It's like 20 years in school. Yeah, and it's I guess it's easier because... I don't know. I guess the cause of death is like, I mean, I don't want to, a week of training, I feel like we would be better at (laughs) autopsy than at like saving someone's life. (laughs) Worst case, the person's still dead. Right. You can't really fuck up an autopsy. I, guess I mean, you I'm, can. I'm sure you can. Yeah, like, huh? um, After I said that. There is no heart. Uh, <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could fuck it up. Yeah. Um, but then this is also where we see like Mr. X shows up. He calls. He's all Dr. Claw about it. You oh, don't yeah. see his face. And I think the implication is not that Skinner, because Mulder thinks that Skinner is just fucking with him, sending him down into the sewers. Mm-hmm. But I think... That it's Mr. X is the one who sort of pulled strings to get Mulder because he's the one who's like, you know, uh, reinstatement of the X-Files is, right. uh, is uh, imminent or something. Must or be undeniable. undeniable. Success, in your, yeah. success in your current assignment is imperative. Reinstatement of the X-Files must be undeniable. But here's my, I never know how these people get, like, how did he know to send her that newspaper? Like, how did he put that together? I guess, Mr. X? Yeah. It's all It's seeing. just a kind of do sex machine or something it's yeah just, he just, he just they does. needed that they so did need it character to have i got you i got you i don't know I mean, what well, but he sort of you know maybe i bet he leaked the story to that newspaper oh maybe that's yeah. good i like that Could be yeah that's good. That's good. that guy's awesome that's like isn't that the boss from 21 jump street the original tv show i think it is oh, I, didn't know that. I think he was also in um friday the 13th part oh was he uh, the one after manhattan i think when jason's dead yeah, Jason dies. I'm uh, pretty sure. Yeah, Jason dies a bunch of times. But like the one where <laughs> yeah. he's like that, where Freddy Krueger's hand comes out and pulls him down. Uh huh. Okay, I know that one. Okay, I forget uh, which one it is. Jason and Hell. Um, that one, yeah. I thought it was very sweet where she's just trying to get Mulder like, come to Quantico, we'll hang out, get yeah, the band really back sweet. together. Yeah. The, her like desperation of wanting to hang out with Mulder is very sweet. Yeah, and I feel like at some point, these are the, still the motherly episodes where she's yes. like, being really nice to him yes. and like not challenging him on, and like being like, you know, why don't you bring that weird Fish thing, you know, whatever. I'll come look yeah. at it. Bring that body in here. I'll help. You know, yeah, I'll do it. Nice. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Whatever you need. One thing I forgot to mention in the last episode that I should have mentioned is that when he goes in to see that senator guy and he's listening to Bach, like he times it right. Like, did he tell the guy, like, hey, let me know when Mulder's <laughs> getting close because I really want him to come in while it's playing. It's yeah. really going to work or well. He just listens to that on loop. He's just listening to it <laughs> he's on the only repeat. One he listens to. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's, that's what it is. One of my favorite parts of this one was. Um, at some point, Mulder, when he like thinks that he's just going to investigate this case, and he's like talking to this guy who's getting, uh, you know, had some sort of accident. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, they're just like shoving me around." And the lady is like explaining to him what's going on, and he like looks at his watch to show that he's over it. Like he's like, <laughs> and like he just does this, like looks at his, and it's like such an obvious thing, but it was really funny what a dick. Like, yeah, he's being total. Dead. He's he's petulant. Yeah, he's a little petulant. Also, all the doctors are women with dark hair and glasses. For like, I noticed that like in the last few, there's a lot of dark-haired women with glasses. Just look out for it. Huh? Okay, that's cool. Like that's what they decided. Doctors. That doctor gives that guy a shot really hard. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she basically like throws like a dart into his arm. (laughs) He doesn't even flinch. He's just like. 
That guy's got it tough because he gets attacked by that thing. And then it was cool. That was such a cool detail where he says this taste out of my mouth. And he's like eating all the toothpaste. So like it's such a fun detail that whatever is happening inside him is like giving a weird taste in his mouth. Yeah. And then it's great that it comes out. Like that's like that was a great like. I heard that was a big scene that Fox was like, we can't air that. And they were like, no, we got to air that. And when you watch it. That's the scene I remember. Yeah. I, I, everyone knows what the fluke man looks like, but I remember the, the tapeworm oh, coming so out of the, the guy's mouth. What, what an affecting scene. Oh, That's and they didn't great. want it on there. Imagine that now. Like, I feel like there's so much worse shit on TV. Oh, like, now, like, just throwing up a little tapeworm. If you watch Hannibal, it's like right. dudes mm-hmm. just eating... Cutting right. dicks off and eating. Right, right. It's like a bite. It's like a head on the end of a tree. Like it's yes, like that's exactly. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that scene where um, uh, Mulder tells Skinner like, "Hey, uh, first of all, he's so excited when he's like, looks like I'm going to have to tell Skinner that his suspect is a giant blood sucking worm after all." He sounds so excited. <laughs> like, yeah. guess what? And he tells Skinner that um, uh, you had two agents that could handle something exactly like this, and he goes. I know, but we all take our orders from someone. Love that line. That was so great. Such where he's like line. right in the middle. Skinner's got a, a tough job. Yeah, like, Skinner, like he, he was the first. You get you get to know Skinner a little bit there. Like he's, yeah. he's like a little bit of vulnerability, like almost. Yeah, you get yeah. To see it. And do you think that Skinner's throwing him a bone by giving him that assignment, or do you think he didn't? I think I think it comes from Mr. X, maybe yeah. pulling the strings. Yeah. Like I think a little bit. But what I like is that when Mulder gives him the report. He's like, yeah, everything's everything's good in this report. It's a good report. Yeah. Not go back to your fucking horrible job. Yeah. 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 This looks totally normal. There's a giant dude and like white looking dude with a weird vagina mouth like that's like running around. It, the outfit is so cool looking. Yeah. Was, I really thought he, he looks. Uh, uh, this episode is like, I, I thought this episode was really, really scary. Like, uh, yeah. I was chopping him in half. Oh, like, Mulder's face, right when he does that, he, his, his face is sort of like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's a great death, like on a weekly television show to yeah. be like, we're not going to let him loose. We're going to chop this fucker in half. Yeah, but and then there's another one. There's what? There's another fluke man at the yeah. end oh, that yeah, like yeah, comes yeah. out that we then never see. Yeah. Or was oh, it, uh, oh uh, go ahead, go ahead. Was it that, I thought they said something like, oh, and they can just like grow back from like a a body part. Oh yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought. Oh, that is was, that what it was? I, I thought, thought that it was him regenerating. Oh, the same one. I is thought it? it was a different one. I thought it was one of the ones that the oh. guy like threw up. Yeah, where did those oh, go? Oh, that could be. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious yeah. about those. But what's interesting is that the even though we never see him again, he's referenced in two episodes later. In early 96, an issue of World Weekly Informant, this is the episode Pusher, it says he's back, fluke man washed up in Martha's Vineyard with a drawing of the fluke man. And then later, um, in the field where I died, Scully told Mulder that except for the fluke man case, she wouldn't change a day of the past four years in, th- in which they oh, worked together. She's like real grossed out by it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's shit she's, everywhere. It's too gross. Yeah, it's a fucking monster. She didn't have to get in it, though. Mulder jumped. I thought Mulder waited a beat long to jump in, but he did jump into it, and of I course, was impressed. He had to. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want it. to because he thought he was just getting thrown another. He's like, great. Now I'm stuck in the sewers. Yeah. yeah. He comes and complains about it, and he's like, oh, why don't you tell all these people who are sitting in here? 
how you feel about it. Oh, yeah, it. I liked that. I like when they revealed that, that there's people in his office when he came to complain. Oh, That's yeah, great. that was, was cool. Like, Skinner's not just hanging out for Mulder to come and yell at him. Skinner's got <laughs> other shit going on. He's got on. a real job. Skinner's yeah. doing work. a real job. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of us can leave at a moment's notice to chase, like, green men in the sky. <laughs> um, I thought uh, the end, I thought it was a little predictable that we see that the, the fluke man at the end, if it's the same one or the different one. But it really established that thing of, like, we need the X-Files. There's fucking monsters out there, and we need the X-Files to combat it. I thought that was a really cool way to show that. that. Cool. This is such a great episode that really, like, you needed an episode that shows, like, the X-Files is necessary, yeah. and this episode really shows that. And I feel like people are keep arguing about it for a long time. They keep being, we don't need the X-Files, and, like, forever, until the end of the show. There's, like, people are still like, oh, there's not crazy shit out there. And, like, this episode, like, they have it. There's, like, a body. Like, they can show this guy. Like, yeah. they can show him. I don't know what they did with this body. Did they put it in the they vault? That big oh, no, they don't put it in the vault. The cutoff guy? Yeah, what did they do with that? I don't know. I don't know, but I also... I just feel like anytime anybody questions the X-Files, you just, like, point them to where that is. Yeah. Like, look yeah. at, look Remember at that when disgusting, this happened? gross thing that we found. It was so gross. Well, okay, two point, two things. One, um, that guy who runs the sewer, for whatever reason, I really liked that guy. <laughs> I loved him, too. He was really cool. Yeah, he seemed like someone I'd, like, call and hang out with. Yeah. He, he had a lot of... He, like, he, you know, what did he say about some porcelain, like... Every, 45,000 people call my house on the porcelain toilet every day or something yeah. like that. He, like, he had like he had like a great he had a couple great lines I got to find this. Oh yeah, he says uh He's just walking. He's like, some of the systems are older than Charlie. Isn't that right, Charlie? And then Charlie's like, that's right, sir. Like, <laughs> he just tells that joke all the time yeah, totally. about Charlie being old, even though Charlie's not that much older than this guy. <laughs> the other thing that he said, he was like, where well, he was like, uh, no telling what's been bringing down there in the last hundred years. Like, you should know yeah, this, this is your job. job. Literally. <laughs> right? Um, and the other thing that, uh, oh, shit, I forgot what, what the other thing that was cool that uh, I was going to say about that guy. Fuck, he was really fun. That was a good. That was that was a fun character actor that I enjoyed his role. Yeah, he brought a lot to something that was kind of nothing. But he yeah. got to be the. He was in it a lot. Like I was like, he's yeah. gonna be a one scene guy, but then he kept bringing him back. When he gets more when he falls in the water, you really are on his side. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, don't don't let that guy die. <laughs> Charlie can die. Charlie's old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Chernobyl picks that they show. That's what do we see? Are those? I'm never. First of all, I am never gonna Google Chernobyl picks. No. Because you see, obviously, you see certain people who have like um, deformities, right. but then you see something that looks like a some sort of straight up like alien monster thing. Yeah, I saw it, and then I feel like there was like an orb or something. Like I didn't know it was gonna be Chernobyl like, until like they see she, he was like, oh yeah, seen him Chernobyl or one of one. Yeah. Oh, she was like, I'd seen him Chernobyl. One looked like an HR Geiger <laughs> thing. I was like, I don't want to Google, but. Someone should should email me and tell me I what some yeah. of that was. Did you Google it? No, and I, I by the end of the episode two, I think I drank a little bit, so I kind of forgot <laughs> that there was a submarine, and I was oh, like, yeah, "What it was the a submarine?" I was like, "What the hell did that submarine have to do anything?" And then they bring the Chernobyl thing. I was like, "Oh, it was like a nuclear submarine." Yeah. And so then, like, the, it opens with like the toilets are overflowing. Yeah. And then this guy, like, who looks like Zizek or something, he like opens up the the poop tank or whatever the poop tank and he's like oh he's like, to live. yeah he's like oh what's in here and like, like whatever and yeah like, i like it in the beginning because they said why do i have to do it because it's smelly terrible work 
That's what was his response. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good, you should name the, the episode that. Smelling terrible. There's work. such dicks to that guy. That yeah. guy already has to climb and shit. Mm. Best case scenario. Because the worst case scenario happened to him, there's a monster in there. <laughs> Best case scenario, he has to climb around and shit. Be nice to him. Yeah, they're be so, nice. Yeah, they're there's so no like rude. Come on, they're like him. Russian submarine guys. They're super tough. They are super they're like, tough. They're tough and they super make fun tough. of each other. That's what but they do. I thought that was a fun, cool thing where it's like nature didn't make this thing. We made this thing. Yeah, that was cool. Well, one thing I know that's interesting is that um, when we dropped the bomb, we it wasn't me. I wasn't here. Mm. But on Hiroshima, yeah. uh, the effects of that radiation in the population, uh, the mutation and stuff, wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be. Uh, and in Chernobyl, it was really, really bad. And I th- they said the difference was that in Chernobyl, it got into the food and water supply. Ooh. So if you're like getting hit with radiation, if it's a bomb, it's just going to go through you and it fucks you up and it goes through you. But if you're eating food that's radiation, then that's working and it's inside of you for a much longer time, which is why Chernobyl, uh, the after effects of it were much worse than, uh, than uh, Hiroshima. And also like, because it, yeah, you would be feeding those nutrients. It would get into your body and you'd be feeding those nutrients to your babies and that kind of thing. But if it's just... Oh, and it's kind of becoming bed. part of you. It's getting synthesized, yeah, you know, becoming yeah. like protein and stuff. So that's what that was. You Interesting. Know. So I so used Chernobyl instead of Hiroshima, do you yeah, think? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. not. I guess. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to say anything else about the episode before we move on? Um, I like um, that he's drinking a Shasa. <laughs> Is he? It was. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a S-H-A- S-A, that was like their prop person's thing. Yeah. Not Shasta, Not but Shasta. Shasta. Yeah, Shasta. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen a Shasta in a long time. Um, I was going to say that it was the mystery caller guy who was like, this must be a successful case. Like, he's going to be disappointed down the road since I feel like most X-Files cases... Not successful. No, he's Most like, of them, dude, they were just like, eh, it was we never? It's like somehow we lost everything. That all the evidence sort of is gone. <laughs> yeah, there's no proof of anything ever. Um, Scully fell down, so she didn't see anything. <laughs> the least reliable guy is the one who has <laughs> the first-hand account. Yeah, yep. he thinks he thinks like, oh, these guys are great. Yeah. First case, yeah, they did a fucking monster. Did it. No, this is a terrible beginning. This is a this great is beginning, it. but this is probably the last case they'll ever successfully solve. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I don't know if they actually solved it. Uh, <laughs> no, they didn't. And they lost several people in the process. They lost several people. There's a monster still out there. <laughs> Somewhere, and it appears later in another episode. Yeah. Um, Wait, that thing definitely, he spit up that thing. It definitely went into the drain it, the drain pipes, and so it's in the system somewhere. Yeah. I thought that was cool where the sewer guy, like, we look at the whole, like, you know, acres and acres of, like, that with the water. He's like, it's somewhere out there. We just have to wait. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of a scary thing. Oh. You're just waiting for this thing to surface again. He, he was, like, a cool, calm, like, kind oh, of, yeah. like, master of, like, smart guy, you know? Like, yeah. I thought he was a good... He was just a good character. That guy was great. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to like the ratings and stuff? That's that's all I got. So this one, a 9.8. Again, big numbers. 9.3 million households. Jeez. Right now, in today's... Yeah, it would be the biggest TV show. It would be, um, it would, yeah. Of all time. Uh, Chris Carter had the idea because this is gross. It's gross. He observed worms that his dog had. <gasps> and he'd read a story about Chernobyl and how a bunch of species went extinct. And he was like, I'm going to put it all together to come up with that. That oh, is two random things that he put together. Well, it's, he had like a rough day and then he made something <laughs> out of it. He said. Uh, Amolda's frustration with the FBI was inspired by emotions Chris Carter was feeling. He said, I was in a funk when I wrote that episode. We were coming back from hiatus and I was trying to find something more interesting than just a fluke man. I was irritated. And he brought that irritation to Mulder's attitude. 
Um, and they talk about that one where he threw up the fluke worm that they had to really fight Fox to be able to do it. Wow. He talks about one of the hardest things was hiding Julian Anderson's pregnancy. Lots of very fancy trick angles, well-placed trench coats, scenes where she is seated rather than standing. Well-placed, I don't know if that would, just like putting, throwing trench coats on her body. <laughs> I don't think you can not have a well-placed trench it's coat. It's just where it, it is. It covers everything. Yeah, it covers everything. It's and- a... It but, just looks like a giant trench coat. Yeah. What she wears inside for no reason. Yeah. She says uh, that she has that radiant glow of pregnancy about her, which um, Daniel Sackheim, who was the director who then went on to become one of the executive producers, he said he wanted him to do the episode. The premise was half man, half worm. And his agent called and said, if they're doing half man, half worm, don't do the show. The show's not long for television. And he <laughs> says, so I guess he was wrong. <laughs> Fucking wow. agents, man. Um, they just they they all really liked the episode, um, except for the guy who's in the suit. They said that they thought that the sewers because they, they built some of the sewers. Oh really? Um, and they because they wanted it to have like make it look like old looking. The sewers older oh, looking than they yeah. are. So they actually made the made the the sewers, and you could see this one has a bigger budget than most other ones because you've yeah. got a fucking like fluke monster running around. Yeah, and you if you had to build the sewers out, I mean that's a that's a big expense. It's expensive. Right Filming in an actual sewer would not be good, though. I mean, I can imagine they chose oh. to not do that for a reason as well. Yeah, because Mulder has that thing where they're like, watch your feet. He's like, what, am I going to step in something? <laughs> we're literally in shit right now. Right. And if you were shooting that, that would be disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So so it was an expensive episode. But a really great, what a great start to season two, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Two very, very different, very good episodes. And I feel like they had monsters, like they, they would bring back monsters throughout, you know, and yes. that was, a, it's nice, they established that pretty early that they're going to bring this is going to be a show with monsters it's going to have crazy shit in it it's oh, going to yeah. have monsters that like are hard to explain yeah which is good yeah. yeah it's great I mean this show was like exactly made for me where you can have aliens and then you can have a fucking fluke mutant guy the yeah. first thing I did when I finished this episode was look up uh, fluke man action figures <laughs> oh wow are they existing yeah there's a great one out there nice from this from X-Files mm-hmm. how big is yeah. it yeah I don't know how big it is but I think it's a McFarlane one oh it's a, gross I think it, ma- it was made later because it's really good it looks awesome yeah Wow. Did you get it? No. Uh, They're expensive? Shit. I want to. I want like a five foot one. Yeah. That, just to keep in my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like keep sit it, it on the bathroom of my toilet. Yeah. Freak people out. <laughs> uh, I, and it's kind of cool that when, when this attacks you is when you're like in the bathroom, when you're most vulnerable. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Well, the cool. idea of having, yeah, that's my fear is that something like a bug will get into my shower. That's like. Like those spiders in Australia. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't want to know. Okay. Uh, a fucking great episode. So um, thanks so much for coming, guys. <gasps> Thank you thanks for having us. Plug some stuff. What do you guys have you going to plug? Um, we do a weekly, well, yeah, well, we do a weekly podcast called Mystic Party, where we uh, people come in and we solve their paranormal problems. Oh, nice. You'll have to come on at some Perfect. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's on Super Creative, but you can get it on iTunes. And I'm at Bria Grant on Twitter. And I'm at Zane Grant on Twitter. Yep. Um, thanks so much for coming, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, Next week, I will be talking about uh, Blood and Sleepless with Emily Gordon, my wife. You guys, uh, she's been on the Letters episode before. Uh, Please continue to write me, thexfilesfiles at gmail.com, at xfilesfiles, at Kamal. And if you want to follow my account. And um, please go to Feral and donate. If that is something you want to do, you can donate to this podcast. 
Oh, and my TV show, The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail, is uh, now airing on Comedy Central. Wednesday nights, 12.30 a.m., technically Thursday morning, right after at midnight. So please watch that show. Uh, it's really good. Uh, me and Jonah Ray host a comedy show in the back of this comic book store. We did eight episodes. You can also find the show online, and the first episode is free. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast, IMD Weed, Weed, where we and a guest go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist. Get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to IMD Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app.